Yo, flow too, Myrtle Beach. <laughs> well, they try to kill us with balloons, man. Like it. <laughs> so, China, 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 China. My kids are learning learning Mandarin, by the way. Yeah, they better because apparently uh, we about to lose this war with these balloons. Yeah, take over the world. <laughs> um. So there's a story out about a balloon that was sighted in uh, Montana, I think. Um, Wasn't there one in Myrtle Beach, too? I don't know if that was real. I know the one in Montana was real. See? He got you. Who's he? Pennywise got your ass now. Now you don't know the balloon is real or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's real or not. I better stay woke out of here, Pennywise. (laughs) Yeah, um, so evidently Montana, they found a balloon. Uh, took pictures of it. Well, took a video, put a video directly on TV, direct to TV or something like that. But um, it was traced back to China. China basically has a hot air balloon. We're, we're, to, to state facts, a uh, hot air balloon from China was in America. Now, there's a lot of stories alluding to it. Um, the American government has said that the balloon has came from China, and <clears throat> if it was a spy balloon, it would have not gotten any new information past what China could have got from a satellite. <sighs> I just want to say a few things about this. Okay, let's go. Just in case there was that a balloon over Myrtle Beach, in case mm-hmm. Pennywise ain't fucking with our heads, I just want to say that I am not, I am not the Tez not that was in Chira oh. in 2017. <laughs> I am the Tez that was in Kanye, Conway, and pause. I was that was in Conway um, <laughs> in 20, uh, 2021, but I wasn't doing what you saw me doing. <laughs> and I am the Tez that was in Greenberg in 2012. And not only do I admit to what I was doing, I do it again because action had to be taken. I feel you. I feel you. And I'm not the holiday. That y'all saw downtown beating the whole Citadel wrestling team up in 2005? I just want to say this. That last point in Greenberg, suckers got to know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but um, it's, yeah, I mean, the thing that made me laugh was how now it's a whole thing. Okay. All right. All right. Instead of Americans en masse just saying, hey, trying to cut the shit. Mm-hmm. It's a political fight now between the Dems and the Republicans. Mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor Greene, like, well, Donald Trump does that. I gotta send it. All right, the DOD said it. Like, Trump knew about it. We told him. Nigga didn't do shit. Right. Like, come on, at a certain point, man, just stop Stop dick riding this dude, man. I, don't, I do not understand the mass dick riding on Donald Trump. Dude I is, mean, I, I kind of do. Dude is literally the person that he's telling y'all about. And they just keep falling for us. Like he's like these kind of people. Like no, he he is that kind of person. Yeah, he that's is. the kind of person you're talking about. Donald Trump is everything white people hate about about. Well, we'll, we'll say it like this: Donald Trump is everything Republicans hate about minority people, except for he's a white person doing minority things. It's so. Was weird. that a bone? Yeah. That was another one. Mine's don't do. Well, I'm just manly, I guess. I don't know. Did mine sound loud? No, not at all. No. <sighs> How often do you pop your neck like that? Uh, every so often. I sleep weird too, though. Like in a day, like multiple times a day. No, 
Oh. Okay, because that was loud as hell. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah, but he's everything. Um, that he's telling people they, like to fight yeah. against you. He, he's, and that, that's their thing. They've been doing it since forever. Accuse people of something and then do it. Just like right now, like. That's America, though. That's just America. Yeah, we, we have. I mean, I feel like we're losing this, the war on civil rights um, as minorities. Uh, and. That's because we are either at the same place or backwards from where we was in the 1960s. All, right. I was, all right, last thing I say about the balloons is this. And I was going to go with, to the balloons with that, but keep on. <laughs> last thing I was going to say is, you float too, America. That's it. You'll float to America? You'll float to, comma, America. <laughs> this dude has not seen it, must be. I have seen him it. Like, then you know that. <laughs> but you know, I only watch things like one or two times. <laughs> you float too. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, you float too. <laughs> I do want to watch, um, because what I did was now, when It 2 came out. Me, the reboot or It Chapter 2? The second, the sequel to the reboot. Well, it's actually just one movie, I guess. They just split it into two. Was it, did it come out in 2019? So, so, I watched the 2019, I watched the. The first reboot first. 2017 one, okay. And then I watched the original and went from the original to the reboot to chapter two. Yeah. So you saw that. And I watched all of that in like two days. So what I have in my head now, it's not like the separatism so you see, between you, all three you movies. You both movies. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll say this, in the original movie, Tim Curry was fucking hilarious. Curry was, chicken is good. When he was fucking... <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I, don't like <laughs> I do not like curry. Wait, it's two kinds of curry though. Like you have Indian curry and you have Jamaican curry. Like, both you, have, you have island curry. I like jerk, and don't get me wrong, but curry. Yeah, yeah. jerk. Yeah, jerk. But none of the like. I don't like any curry. And the Indian one is a spicy one, right? Yeah, very okay. spicy. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of it. At this. Maybe I should hand him my black card or my like Gucci, so like my half of island card. But yeah, you you good? Um, Curry is very distinct. Well, so was, what but, I like is is even with Jamaican jerk, and with curry, I like to use it lightly. Like I don't like I don't like a strong curry taste. Yeah. I like it to be in, in the background because with all seasonings, I still like to. I guess it's the Taste eight the positive food. blood in my system, European blood. But I like uh, like the taste. I like to taste the food that I'm eating, As and the flavor is in the background. That is a very white thing to say. Yeah, I, I marinate stuff. I do got white taste buds. So yeah, flavor's too strong for him. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Except for women, I like my women very flavorful. I'm not gonna disagree, and it's only it's only it's only one woman. So I'm not disagreeing. So. That's why my black wife is. I think he expects me to disagree. <laughs> hey, like, that's why uh, Spanish people walk up to my black wife and speak to her in Spanish because <laughs> I'd have been in a fight every day of my damn life. Shit like I, that. I, I laugh at my wife all the time because doing if it was when she was in Ohio and Chicago when she was growing up, she could have passed for white. Listen, motherfucker. I don't, say, I don't care if you say it in English, but. You walk up to my wife and just start talking to her without even saying hips up, nigga. Like, <laughs> you, you better get jabbed. 
Quick. Uh, I'm uh when they do that, I'm usually not around her. You better have like a uniform on, like she was clearly like, you know, saying listen type of service that she was getting from your establishment. Mm-hmm. Even that sounds weird. But like you know, like, hey, hey ma'am, our, your car's ready. We're talking about literally like walking down the taco aisle in Walmart. I might be on another aisle and then I walk around the corner and it's another woman talking to her in Spanish and she all Confused. Oh, okay, women talking to her. That's yeah. Fine. Okay, they talk about dudes because that's, yeah. that's gonna be like a quick suplex. You know, they're more respectful than most people. I said they are. That yeah. Um, Mexican people are more respectful. Spanish people are more respectful. Like say they, Spanish they. people will really walk up to me and ask me to talk to my wife. That is a courtesy. And it's, it's it is something like we might be in the yard doing something. In what context do you speak to your wife? Not not in those, just a regular, oh, hey, a, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm going to holler at your wife right quick. Yeah, that's speak to me. Like, <laughs> like kind of like how, I, I think I said this before, like, if I'm speaking to a group of people, like, uh, if I'm speaking to a cu- cu- uh, uh, couple, yeah. I'm going to speak to the husband first. And yeah. then I'm going to speak to the wife. I'm not going to speak to the wife and then the husband. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even though that's, that's still a little bit sexism, but it's, it's respect in a marriage to me. Yeah. Yeah, um, we gonna get that, and I don't. With Joe, shout out Joe. Um, Yo, Joe. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell the story because no one would take offense to it. But Joe's wife reached out to me about getting our kids into Mandarin class, right? So yeah, I read, I read her messages, <laughs> I read her texts and everything yeah. and then i text joe i said hey joe um yeah yeah we're we're going to we can possibly start at these classes what do i need and then i talked to him and then his wife hit me back up and answered those questions i was like oh well i guess i should communicate with her about i it. guess it's okay yeah so that's what it was with that like even with joe joe is like joe is my best friend and the way I say it like that is because um, me and Joe has been friends since Spanish class and the... You motherfuckers are like tight-knit. Yeah. Like all of y'all, like you, Pat, Joe. Mm-hmm. But me, me and Joe has been best friends since I was seven, 16. So um, that's the way it went with me and him. But yeah, best friend since I was... Well, friends since I was 16. So I friends. consider him my best friend. Um, and even with him, there. when his wife hit me up, I hit him up. So yeah. that, that's how I respect. That just makes, yeah, yeah. I respect, yeah, like that. Um, yeah, because even with us, like we we cool, we friends now. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if Kelly texts me, I be I be freaked the fuck out. Like what are you doing texting me? Mm-hmm. She texts you, I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> At this point in my life, yeah. she, if she texts you, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. What do I have to say about this? <laughs> I don't give a damn what she texts me yeah. about. Yeah, well, that's why, like, I know you, you're a lot restrained and I stay far fuck away from you. Yeah. But that's why I be trying, I want you to come out and I want you to chill and stuff like that. I be hitting you up sometimes and stuff like that. Just because I, um... Yeah, he, he hit me up to actually, um, it was like a little barbecue he was having. It was on my father's birthday last month. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't go... No, oh, my birthday was January 30th. My father's birthday is the 28th. My maternal grandmother, may she rest in peace, was uh, the 27th. Mm. And, like, I, almost all my cousins are, like, in the middle of January. It's, like, the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah, so y'all y'all some bunnies, huh? April hits. E- Easter was the... April hits, and my entire mm-hmm. family becomes West Coast Productions. 
<laughs> and I remember there was that one year, that one April, my cousin wore a baseball cap the entire month, mm-hmm. and another cousin had on Tim's and Shades. <laughs> on purpose? Uh, every fucking day of the month. <laughs> and it was like, this family's oh, off the hook. Wesley Pipes and uh, Marcus, what's that dude? There name? was another cousin, yeah. Every time I came to his house, all I heard was, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Hey, <laughs> yo, <laughs> Lex still was like, <laughs> that dude was so fucking funny. He was. Oh, he my, was. oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to explode. <laughs> and if you listen to the, um, if you listen to the. Um, Yo, that shit was on YouTube. <laughs> the interviews. Yeah, if you listen to the interviews of them women, though, yeah. they they loved him for that. They loved fucking uh, Lex still. Yeah, it's funny because they all had the same, all them points look at the same accent, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was having a shit with this girl, and she was like, she was coming real hard, and I was like, niggas <laughs> talk like that. <laughs> I guess everybody from California, so I mean, they got that California accent. It's always yeah. an upward inflection. Everything sounds like it's a question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's that dude name? Um, yeah, all them people from Cali. It was something. Like, oh, um, yes, yes. J. No. Steed, the man. Oh, cause J. Steed, you know all of those rap, all of those porn stars was rappers. I guess I can understand that. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk like this the entire time <laughs> talking about this. <laughs> I did not know that, but all of those 1990s uh, porn icons was rappers. I mean, I guess um, it, I guess it makes sense. It's like a logical leap with one, yeah. where one fails. But uh, you know what? Speaking of upward inflection for California, I was, I was working for a cell phone company. Um, I was working customer service. I remember the first time we got like a call from a customer, like I got a call from a customer from California. Yeah. And they did that upper inflection thing. Mm-hmm. And they confused the fuck out of me. Cause they called, right? And it was uh-huh. like, yeah, it was, a, it was a girl. It was like, hey, yeah, my phone's broken. I was like, I don't know, bitch, you called me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question? Yeah. <laughs> Are you asking me if your phone's broken? Or yeah. Oh, well, it was a weird thing. Um, But I don't know. Fuck it. But George Santos, though, that guy. Oh, oh, we want, we gonna go to Georgia because I, I keep putting Soros. That, yeah, that, it was it, it confused me at first until we settled on it earlier. George Santos though, it was, okay. Didn't he admit to being um, a stupid ass liar, a liar, liar, liar? That too. But he also like um, down in Brazil, he 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 uh, he agreed to dressing in drag. Not agreed, but he admitted that he dressed in drag down in Brazil, right? Right, right. That in is, a different language, thinking they wasn't gonna get back. Like that shit was gonna get back to America. <laughs> oh, there's no such thing as a translator. Bro, listen, this is America, Jack. Yeah. Like, fucking Twitter knows what I did when I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that tells you, um, I told you why, you know, um, in the place where I work at where we have uh, no nigga, outside communications. This nigga works. In my lap. He works for Spectre. <laughs> um, I was talking about something. And I, we're supposed to not have any kind of outside communications because no one's supposed to know what goes on in the lab. We try to keep it sanitized for um, computer reasons, you know what I'm saying, for software reasons. Um, but we have all this Microsoft stuff on our, our computers and shit. So we go having a, I go having a conversation, and my computer is about 100 yards away. Yeah. 200 feet away. We'll say that. Um I go back to my computer. Don't use my computer for the rest of the day. Um, shut my computer down. 
use my computer the next day outside the lab and the things that I was talking about the day before inside the lab, 200 feet away, showed up on my computer. AI. <laughs> but but we can't have uh, Apple Watches and stuff in there because you're not supposed to bring outside interferences on. Meanwhile, the computers are listening to us in yeah, the lab. It's their computers, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, the Spectre, man. Spectre got us. Let's talk about some lies uh, George Santos t- spoke on. Like he never dressed like a woman? So I'm going to go through an article from The Intelligencer, um, and it's titled, Here's Every Single Lie Told by George Santos. Uh, February the 3rd, 2023. Today is what, the 5th? Uh Yeah. So they said, and, and pay attention, I'm going to go through all these lies, then we'll talk about it. I'm paying attention. Where he went to high school, where he went to college, he lied about working for Wall Street. What? He lied about where his money comes from, because evidently, um, his investment money didn't come from where he th- he was been saying it came from. Came, from, came from L'Oreal, because he's worth it. <laughs> So that makes his money maybe not legit. Um, he lied about founding an animal charity, and he also stole money from that charity, which ended up having to get a dog euthanized. And they ain't got his ass yet because America mm-hmm. loves dogs. Yeah. He he allegedly sw- swindled a disabled vet whose dog was dying. I think I just heard about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Evidently, he lied about marriages. He lied about his mother dying on 9-11. Damn, bro. He lied about his grandmother being a, <laughs> a victim of the Holocaust. Bro, listen, now he's telling lies that offend black people. You can't lie to your mama and your grandma. He said he had employees that died in the Pulse shooting. You know what that is? The Pulse shooting? That nightclub that they shot up in, I think, Miami. For the, uh... For the gays. Well, the LGBTQ. It was an attack on the LGBTQIA. I think in Orlando. Okay. Orlando, I, yeah. I never knew what the name of the club was. He said he was Jew-ish. <laughs> that kind of Jew, kind of a Jew. <laughs> I'm kind of like a Jew. Well, but he, he said Brazil, I'm right? Jew-ish. No, because those are Germans, so never mind. <laughs> yeah. He lied about being the drag queen in Brazil. He said he was on Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana. He said he was a Broadway producer. Well, he was a drag queen. So I can, I can, I can probably that one. He he said he was a journalist in Brazil. Again, maybe he's doing reports on drag queens because he was one. Republicans. Uh, he lied about how much trouble his campaign was getting him in. He lied about being a target of assassination. By like a rival drag queen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that's the last. So some some other Listen. things they added in there was just basically what people are saying about it. Listen, man, I don't understand that. I mean, listen, you know, live your life, right? If you want to be a drag queen, if you're a drag queen, you're a drag queen. First, right? let's, let's go through a step. A politician that lied this much to get into office. It's a problem. It's a problem. Do you think this is something that should be brought back up, like right now since he just got into office, 
and suspend them for it, take them out of office for it? Or do you think it's on the onus of the Democratic Party to have not put the money forward to do the investigation and make sure that they let everybody know he was a big liar? I mean, okay. Um, I mean, don't people get vetted before they run for office anyway? They're supposed to get vetted by the party. So, I mean, that's on the um, Republicans then. That's on the Republicans for not vetting him first. Yeah. But he ran against a Democrat. I mean, okay, I guess you could say it's on the... The, the Democrats got to learn how to play hardball. That's another example of that. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all letting people just be liars and run against you without exposing a lie. They um, say they didn't know. Okay, well, you just ain't... You ain't trying to win, then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, Okay, yeah, in that regard, yeah, you just ain't trying to win. As much as I'm, uh, like, anti-media a lot, even though I'm part of the media. Yeah. Um, I live and let people live. Yeah. But when I tell you I'd have been all over that shit if I was running against them... Every fucking campaign uh, commercial would have been about that. Yeah. Like, damn, Republicans, this is who y'all voting for? Mm-hmm. I mean, live with your life. Like I said, if you if you if you um if you a crip, be a crip. <laughs> no, I was about to say cross dress, but I, saw, I realized that's kind of offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if if you are a drag queen, a transvestite, or a transsexual, or whatever, if you're part of that community, live your truth, Bruh. But I have to ask Republicans: is why is it that every like just almost every so often? Why is it that every person that runs in your party against the things your party, they, they are a part of the things your party is against? Mm-hmm. Again, you like you're against rich elitism, but you love Trump. Y'all apparently against LGBTQ stuff, but again, but everybody in your party is LGBTQ. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking weird. Oh, uh, they're they're jail straight. I mean, jail gay. Bruh, that is so. That's a weird uh, party. I'm straight as hell. I'm only gay when I have sex with these other men's behind closed doors, and that's when my wife watching. I like to take it in the ass. Apparently, Said by Republicans. Apparently, sometimes. your boy. Um, oh my God, <laughs> these are these space, these Jewish space legends. What's that guy's name? He's on that show. He he's got shoot by those people. I know, I know his voice enough to talk like this. The Alex Jones. Alex guy? Jones. Yeah. Apparently, um, it's coming out that he's um, no, he swings both ways. It doesn't surprise me because I feel like they all do. Like, I mean, allegedly. I know I saw a report by Young Turks. Yes, I watched Young Turks. Um, they was talking about how... Young like, Turks husband. do a lot of research on very reputable. Yeah, but sometimes they do shit. Sometimes they do and say shit. I'd be like, all right. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, they're more good than bad, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they was doing a um, report when it comes out that apparently he's like one of those people who likes to watch his wife get smashed. Mm-hmm. Um, and she texted him something about a big black dick and said, you be by. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <coughs> excuse me. That's not COVID. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not COVID. Not COVID. Never COVID. Um, but I'm like, damn, that's another one. Y'all just live your damn truth, man. Yeah. No, that's, right. that's why, like, um, me, you know what I'm saying? So the kind of life I live where... I was outwardly sexual, and I had a bunch of LGBTQ friends, and I say had only because I don't have that many friends anymore that I'm married because that part of my life is basically done. Um, my wife not part of that community. There's a pause there. 
Yeah. So my wife. There's my, a pause somewhere in the sentence. Yeah. I'll wait for it. <laughs> I, I let that pause uh, stand for what I, I was going to say. Yeah. But, um, so when when you get married and stuff, it's it's about the family and the nucleus and the kids and all that stuff. So I'm not out there like that anymore. However, when I was out there like that, um, because I wasn't married at the age of 28, and because <laughs> I was out there like that, because I had friends of um, the community, and because I threw like the wildest orgies in South Carolina, probably, um, there were people that thought I was out there like that too. So, um, there's problems and stuff that came with that. And I used to always tell them, like, my life is always, like, out in the open. If I was gay or bi, everybody would know it because I wouldn't be shamed of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I have enough <laughs> friends. I know for a fact that being bi is not going to discourage women from having sex with you. Like, <laughs> if they want to have sex with you, they'll go off in that corner and be like, ah, he might be gay. But I'm going to and fuck him anyway. And we think about it though for real. So like that explains yeah. why you see all these women every so often. All these down low men. I'm like, you was fucking them? Yeah. Like, you apparently you ain't got that much of a problem with it. If you ain't got no problem with shit staging in your vagina, then it ain't go Just be a problem. Just do it here. See what I'm saying, man? You get quiet in the motherfucker. I said it, not you, man. <laughs> but women didn't have that problem, then it wouldn't be a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, so I learned a long time ago. It, it really didn't matter um, whether you was gay. Because women would think that I was gay. And they wouldn't tell me that until like three, four, five times after we had sex. Like, oh, man. So, are you straight? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Uh, the whole time I thought you was bisexual. <laughs> what made you think that? And they tell me why. But most of the time, everybody thought I was bisexual or gay was because uh, I had uh, like I had women that tried to turn me straight, and I let them turn me straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but it was mostly because the, I was older, and the older I got. Uh, and I was, like, in very good shape. So they was like, okay, so he's in shape. Gay people take care of their bodies. What? Which I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't understand that, um, that stereotype. Yeah, like, gay like people take men, care of their bodies. Well, I get that, but like I, that. I get that they do, but I don't understand this hurt that the straight men don't take care of their bodies. Right. That's what I'm saying. Gay yeah. men don't take And this is also, I heard it more when I moved down here. Yeah, I remember, um, I think one of my sisters said that she thought Mike, Michael J. White was gay because he was such good shape. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, dude's actually, like, a fighter. Right. Like, I mean, he come from that world. Like, of course he's going to be in shape. We have to make a culture that black people want. I mean, that be people, shape. men in general, wants to be in shape. You know what I'm saying? It's We're the supposed to take thing. care of like our bodies. God, dang. But it was that and the fact that I was 28 with no, with no kids. I remember. Which was not a problem. That that part was not a problem that much when I was uh, in Virginia or in anywhere else other than South Carolina. I had a woman try to get me into BDSM. That's the closest I can get to that whole story you got. Mm. She kept trying to like, that's why 50 Shades of Grey started camp. She wasn't black. Uh, 50 Shades of Grey. It was like one of those things where, like, I think I could have I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I was like, I don't know, it's going to sound racist. But yeah. it was kind of like the fact that she wasn't black. Okay. Because as the older I get, the less I want to hear that shit. Yeah. 
people, I think people underestimate how much I just don't want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's like what keeps me like that's one of the things that keep me. I, mean, I love sisters. Don't get me wrong. That's one of the things that keeps me away from the interracial dating. Mm-hmm. But then I realized too, like I, I noticed a pattern that with interracial dating is never the dude that's dating the white chick or non-black chick that hears that shit. Mm-hmm. It's always the dude that's in the general area. Right. When he walks in, it's like, oh god, like he's dating Becky, but she ain't gonna. But the sister ain't gonna yell at him for dating mm-hmm. Becky. She could come yell at me because apparently all we do is date Becky's, even yeah. though I'm sitting by my goddamn yeah. self. Anyway, though, she it's tried a to stereotype, get, man. Yeah, she tried to get me into BDSM. Mm-hmm. She was like, "You should read Fifty Shades of Grey." I'm like, "Why the fuck would I read that book?" <laughs> well, see, well, you know, you can just watch the movie. That shit was so boring to me. The book or the movie? Uh, the movie was boring. The movie. The movie was boring. The movie was boring. I hope that book was like a lot more like involved. Right. But that movie was like, I was like, really? That, that's is- why it was so good because the move the. To us, it might not be, but, you know, I grew up reading. So, I didn't watch porn um, yeah. for a long time. Uh, like, well, like, I was introduced to porn with Hustler Magazine and all that stuff. Oh, and I was like 11 or whatever. <laughs> OG with it. But um, I, Hustler used to have books in a form, like actual books that you could open up the book and read. Like Read the porn? Yeah, but it's like a page and a half to a two-page story, sometimes a half-a-page story, but it's like short stories about experiences that women had. Mm. Um, and those was more interested in me. I was more interested in that stuff than I was of the pictures and stuff like that. Mm. And I think that's what shaped me today when I always say, like, I don't get pleasure out of looking at a woman naked unless we're about to have sex. Mm. Um, and it's because of that. But um, what I was getting to was... Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey book might be a good book, a book, a good read for women, yeah. but for most men it won't be. I guess because in the movie I was like, maybe that's why I thought the shit didn't look that bad. Because mm-hmm. in the movie, like this shit seems weird. But all she, all he's doing is the little whip thing. It's like mm-hmm. I guess the, the the whip you use for horses. Mm-hmm. Like that shit don't feel like it hurt. But... I'm, a, I'm gonna say this. It's I think, and I just said it. So. I did a bunch of Black History um, podcasts that I'm releasing this month too. So this is gonna be a, a very busy thread. Um, so Fifty Shades of Grey to like Black History. <laughs> black History. That is a leap. But one thing I nah what I what it is is uh the the series is basically um, Fifty Shades of Black. Black History. What we do today, the. Uh, taboo of what we have today because of our black history. So I talk about protecting women and women's rights and stuff like that. But what uh, loving women, loving black women, is like the war that we have on women. But uh, in that, I was talking about, like, I, I think it's wrong for us to try to tell people who to love mm-hmm. and who they like, who to practice with and all that. Like, if we're supposed to have equality... Everybody should be fucking everybody, right? No. Um, <laughs> however, like, for me to think that something is wrong, for me, I shouldn't try to put that on somebody else. So when I see a black woman and a white man or a white man, I mean, or a black man or a white woman, if it makes me feel some type of way, then I keep that shit to myself now. And it's because, like, as leaders... Um, the best thing that we can do to support each other is support each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, 
not outwardly, we shouldn't be out here demeaning all black women <laughs> like that. Yeah, true. And just because you're dating a white woman don't mean that you have to demean black women. And vice versa, because right. that happens a lot of way, too. Right. Like, you know, sisters who get with white boys and talk shit about how niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I get it. My favorite shit. song in the 90s was Monkey on the Dead, Monkey on the Dead. All them niggas ain't shit. They talk a lot of shit. And grab on they dicks, but we don't feel shit. That's Mercedes, baby. All I want to remember that song. I actually never heard that album. You never heard the album? I remember the album cover, but everybody remembers the album album cover. cover. She's like a lawyer now. Really? Mm -hmm. Good for her. She is a lawyer now, and uh, not like a lawyer. She is a lawyer now. Yeah. And um, Kim Kardashian is like a lawyer. Yeah, Kim Kardashian is like a lawyer. Mercedes is a lawyer. Yeah. Um. And she used that album to pay for her college. That's what's up. That's smart. Yeah. Um, but if you, I'm telling you, any listener right now, look up Mercedes. Rear End. Rear End. And there's a song called Niggas Ain't Shit. Oh. Listen to that song. Shit. That shit is fire. This happened when we was on hiatus. Hey, rest in peace to Gangsta Boo. Gangsta, gangsta. I'm heavy she just did. She just did boo. Drink Champs and got her flowers and Drink Champs too, man. That's the second time Drink Champs did that. I'm heavy understanding this gangster named Boo. Where mm. them dollars at, nigga? Where them dollars at? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Gangsta Boo, listen. Sister could rap back then. Yeah. And uh, I, I, that's why people don't... I, I think it's more of a, like an indication of why I'm not so much into rap anymore. Because mm-hmm. back then you had to be able to rap. Mm-hmm. But sisters could rap. Like, mm-hmm. when you get on the track with Project Pat mm-hmm. and he don't blow your ass out the water, you know you can rap. Yeah, and if Project Pat, Pat throw your ass out the water, blow your ass out the water, then um you can't rap at all. Project what? Pat had one one scheme. Are you tripping? I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> now I respect Project Pat, and so song for song. So I, I have to give you this. Project Pat is a rapper that I could listen to one song, maybe two songs, and then I have to take a break before I come back to any other things because. My mind gets bored with rhyme schemes if it don't change. Chicken, chicken, chicken head. Chicken, chicken. Sing some of that verse. Chicken head. Bald head, scale away. Ain't got no hair in the back. Jailed up. Weaved up. Your hair is messed up. You yeah, to get about uh, same thing. Mm-hmm. That's not how you just rap like that all yeah, the time. I'm though. saying, it, it's not a bad song. It's not a bad rap. He own it. You know what I'm saying? He actually did. He actually used a different voice when he was arguing with LaChat in that song. A different ver- like a different uh, flow. I forgot how it go. Always in my face, talking this and that. Same way. Girl, I had to Same buy way. some rims for the Cadillac. Girl, I had to buy some rims for but the Cadillac. But he was with me. That's why you hate it. Because when I got up on your friend, you damn you near fainted. Like, you yeah. I sure did, because your breath smelling like the yet. Breath like some thunder. <laughs> um, no, man. Listen. Nah, I'm not, I'm, not saying he's a bad, nah, I'm not saying he's a bad rapper, but to me, nah. all those flows are the same. They sound the same a, to me. Honestly, once Player Fly, Gangsta Black, MC Mac left, and... Did look, we talk about Player Fly before? Yeah, I, we I had, didn't know that dude was so much on coke, boy. What's up, Player Fly? <laughs> <laughs> he has a whole song called Funky Buck. Uh, what's, that, that, what's that song that, um... The cocaine song... That he did the Michael Jackson thing. I'm going to snow cocaine. I'm going to snow cocaine. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. 
It gonna um, make me feel real good. Gonna make oh. me different. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> I didn't even know that till last year. And he was just doing that shit because somebody argued with him about his cocaine use. Yeah. yeah. He has a whole song called Funkin' Buck um, about just doing cocaine. Mm. And it's actually a good song. Um, you can tell when it was made, though. Mm-hmm. But it's like the way you listen to him to rap, it was like, this, this fucking can rap, man. And he has a lot of spiritual songs, too. It's like, I, I will say this. I if you've never heard Player Fly rap before, Player Fly song, let's go out. I mean, it's gonna be hard because none of his old stuff was on um any of the streaming services. Yeah, but you, you can got, um, yeah you can basically to buy his stuff. You had to go like buy CDs and shit. Yeah, you can then, hear some of it um on YouTube. Like, if I had to give you three songs to listen to, that like exemplify how I see Player Fly, mm-hmm. it's a song called Nobody. Um, sin for me, and cliche as it is, if you're a player fly fan, because it's kind of a cliche song of his to like. Um, just getting it on. Yeah. Um. He did an album with Pastor Troy, didn't he? Yeah, um, the role with that album was a long time coming, and it didn't disappoint for me at least. It didn't. I have it somewhere. I got. Well, it. I have it in the room next door. It's called the Road Warriors. And, and I mean the whole road warrior motif kind of fit them too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, Gangsta Budo, man. Like sister could rap, and she had she had a sex appeal to her too. Like even now, cause she was like a nerd, nerd. Yeah, like I know a lot of people like try to be like, well, she wouldn't like no Gangsta Budo, no Gangsta Budo, get it. And that's, I'm saying that because it's hard to find a, a rapper, a female rapper that actually has sex appeal and can rap. You know what I'm saying? Right, because usually you find a sister like all she does is like the whole like a lot of female rappers they all they do the whole sex appeal thing. Like yeah. a lot of these younger rappers now, I have never heard a song from, mm-hmm. but I've seen their bodies against my will. I ain't gonna lie, um, she is not my type of person sexually. So when I say this, it ain't the sex appeal, um, and it sounds like I'm, I'm bashing on her, but I'm not because she's a sexy person. She's just like twenty or twenty three or something like that. She's young as fuck. But Corey Ray, Cor Corey Lorey, Corey Lorey, Corey Lorey. Is that the girl? <laughs> I done said all that <laughs> shit. Bro. Is that the girl be fighting with that boy Blueface all the time? Nah, okay. um, the one with one tooth missing. Nah, you know what? Her her mouth and my six year old mouth matches now. <laughs> I don't know why she got that shit fixed yet. <laughs> um, Corey Lorey. I don't know who that she is. She is, I think she's Benzino's daughter. Okay. But she's the one that got that song out now called Because uh, Girls is Players Too. Dun, 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 dun. I know. Because Girls is Players Too. I know. So I, I know a lot of these girls out there, like, I'm. Again, because you know, a lot of shit you see online with women's bodies, you actually kind of see. I don't know women get that. A lot of this shit, like, I wasn't looking for. I was just going on Twitter that she was going on. And then there's titties in my face. Like, I got, mm-hmm. no, I got porn for that. But, um, yeah, all these rappers, like, uh, what's the girl name? Laskin Girl. They they all are the same people, man. They all Laskin, yeah. What, what are they, yeah. What's that rapper name, y'all? They're the same person. Um, she got, like, um, red hair, red curly hair. Oh, Ice Spice. I've seen, like, you know, photos of her, like, you know, posing and stuff like that in lingerie, like, lingerie and, like, half naked, but I can't tell you a song of hers. Oh, because her song sucks. I mean, I can't, I can't even say that. 
I, I can't even say that if her song sucks. She'll like, she's all right. Um, I can't even say if her song sucks. I just never heard a song. And you yeah. know how like you like you know how it is like even if you don't listen to modern music, you still accidentally hear a song or two. Right. Yeah. I just that's how I got onto certain rappers. Like, but you ain't heard the song Girls Is Plus too. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm play like a little small version of it. Like I'll be like in my job they play music at work. While right. I work. Like that's how I got on the Pop Smoke. They was playing Pop Smoke. They was playing um, Christian Dior. Dior. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck is this? This shit all right. <laughs> then I remember, okay, they said that's Pop Smoke. I remember I kept hearing. It. I heard his name a couple of times. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, nigga, all right. Um, I got into Roddy Rich like that. That's not no. I'm talking about Roddy Rebel. I like Roddy Rebel. Um, Cause I heard him on that song "Make It Rain" by um, um, Pop Smoke. That's the music not playing. Why is Benzino's daughter in the bodega? Oh, she don't fuck with Benzino, I don't think. But she got money though, right? Or he just ain't doing nothing for her. I don't hear anything. I'm guessing nothing's playing out loud, right? I don't hear nothing's anything. playing out loud. It's all in my headphones. It's all in your all in my head. I over and over again. It's gonna pass my headphones. So what I'm doing is I'm gonna pass. Princess the headphones and let him listen to a little bit of Girls' Players too. On the right hand side. I like that beat though. That's a sample, right? Yeah. From what? Because I'm going to find the original song. This is that. <laughs> I know, uh, you know, don't push us because we're close to the um, edge. Rapper's Delight. Because Puff Daddy remade it with that. Okay. Her flow, right? Yeah. Her flow, right? But that's that generic woman rapper flow from nowadays. You know what I'm saying? That's the generic flow. The thing I like about women when they're rapping now, though, is they they are... The women rappers are talking about a lot more than the boy men rappers now. I think that's where what I'm reading is. Like, it's like a reversal of gangster rap. Mm-hmm. But instead of like just being out there with the wild and crazy, they just be with the, hey, here's my body. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I was about to say. They might do the hair, here's my body, but that's the that's the thing for them today. But the thing that that hits me is they are visually, they're all the same people. Like I cannot tell the difference looking at SZA. Like if you SZA, I know Ice Spice because of her hair. I know yeah. Corey because she actually made her her she's so confident on Corey Ray. She's so confident that I follow her on Instagram because some of the shit that she be doing is just funny as hell. Like, fun to watch and shit like that. Um, that girl be fighting with Blueface. She rap too, though, right? She is a... I don't... I think she actually sings a rap or something like that, but she was a... She was a volleyball player, dog. Now she got a tooth missing. Yeah. Because oh, she got mighty, mighty jumped. She got jumped by his ex, like the baby mama some shit like that. A right? bunch of them. Like a bunch of his baby mamas? How many baby mamas he got? Uh, they, you know, they, they, Blueface has this thing where they all stay in this house. All his girls stayed in the house and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was like a YouTube, it's a youth, like, it's only fan I don't, thing. I don't know if it's still going now, but I think it was a YouTube, um, TV show. So they have like that, an OnlyFans show or something like that? I think it was on YouTube. Okay. Um, it, it might have crossed over the OnlyFans, but I didn't pay that much attention to it. But all I knew is like I saw some interviews of all the women at one time coming into one of those YouTube um, podcasts. Um, 
You know the dude that's a podcaster, but his, him and his wife do OnlyFans shit? It's yeah. a white guy. Yeah. And he has a black guy that used to be a pimp as his co-host. Anyway. Um, you talking about the one with um, the, the boy got beat up by that pimp? I think that was the show. Anyway, so... Huh. Um, Adam Twenty Two, I think is the that um, guy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so they was interviewing on that show. That's when I found out about it. They, this rapper named Blueface, which I love that name for for background for my history reasons. I love the name Blueface, but I thought that was the crappiest shit ever. That he had a bunch of women in the house, uh, just living in the house, and that was the YouTube do entertainment like thing. No, a modern woman wouldn't do it like yeah. that. I was like, ah, oh. that's no offense to modern women, but it was like. You asking for trouble? You got sisters now. They yeah, living the same. And I, yeah, and I and I get it because oh, another time I've introduced to him when when R. Kelly got in trouble for those women in Atlanta. That was like, well, Blueface is doing the same thing, and I was like, but when it comes to grown ass women, I think I don't care what grown ass women do with their time and stuff like that. You know, it's leave, bitch. I, um, <laughs> so it, it so so that's a, that's another time I found. So that's when I originally found out when they was comparing him to R. Kelly. Um, and then the second time I I was like, oh that shit is still going on, and I, that that they had a TV show about it and all that stuff is when they got interviewed on that Adam Twenty Two shit. Okay. Um, but then I saw the interview like two weeks ago when she was talking about how she lost her te- teeth because I saw the also I saw the video where um, Blueface got in a fight with her dad. And <laughs> that's when I first oh, heard about and them. Shit. That's when I first yeah. heard about them. Yeah. And then I was like, "That girl missing them too." And then I go back and I find read. Yeah, well, I I it's the first few times I saw her. I was like, "Is that just a gap?" Because I'm is... like, "You're a millionaire with a tooth missing." Yeah, that shit does not compute with me. Yeah. Because like veneers is cheap as hell. You ever seen dental like this dental um insurance? Mm-hmm. That shit is not. That's like the least expensive insurance. Oh, like ten dollar, fifteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the last, that's the least expensive thing in your paycheck. Right. And I don't know. I would have got my tooth fixed. But teeth their own, I guess. Yeah, uh, and I, I'm I'm the guy with the perfect teeth, according to my dentist. I mean, um, and I'm out here talking about, hey, so I'm 40 now. Within 10 years, I need to have a plan together to get all these teeth taken out and put new ones in. They're like, for what? <laughs> I'm like, I, I said because uh, if I have brand new teeth when I'm 50. Then I won't have to worry about having sixty year old teeth and all the gum line stuff and all the other yeah. stuff. And they they're they're trying to talk me out of it, but I'm like, if I have new teeth and my teeth are back to zero years old, then I get the time to progress through that again. <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? I just feel like I mean I feel like I've And ever, I'll be at the age where all I get to do is brush my teeth three times a day. I feel like if I ever met her, and it's no offense, I'm not talking about a romantic or anything like that. Just if I ever met her like that, all I'd focus on is the fact that her tooth is missing. Like I just, it, it'll be like her looking at me trying not to look at her teeth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like when you meet somebody and one day eyes gone, and you just keep staring at the eye when you're talking to them, and they be like, "Why are you staring at my eye?" And you be like, I, "I, I talk to people by looking them directly in the face." No, you see, you talk about looking at the eye. <laughs> I just be trying not to look at the eye. Like it'd be the opposite of Austin Powers with the mole. Mm-hmm. Like you trying to like you trying to focus, but like that shit is just pronounced. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm talking about. But I don't know. Anyway, um, all I know is that every time I see them, they fight, you know, some shit like that. You know what I also noticed? I think this song's going, like, super fast just now. Hold on. Like, with them playing, like, normal speed? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. The version that you just listened to was it's sped fair. up. Okay. It's just sounded okay. That beat sounded okay. Because it's real slow. It's like, about to catch another flight. Apple Bottoms making one a bite. Maybe it's a remix. I'm just trying to get, yeah, it says that remix. Okay. Um. Yeah, but girl, it's called Players by Cora LeRae. And... But you listen like, but that flow she was using, it was like, well, at least when it sounded on that remix, it sounded like that same generic flow. Like women, it's like women just women rappers. They seem to say a, a line really fast, mm-hmm. and then just say another line really fast. Unlike how back in the day with Gangsta Blue, you know, you think we got it like that? What's your, we got it like that? We got it, mm-hmm. honey, because we got it like that. And then still turning around. Um, damn, I got her verse on Who Run It? Who Run It? But her who verse run was like a lot different. Her who verse run? on Who Run It was a lot different than her verse on. Um, Ballers, yeah. which was a lot different than her verse on Titty Club Up 97. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than Project rap. Pat. Yeah. <laughs> I was just joking about Project Pat again. His verses she, don't change. Notice I slowed down and we could talk more because my uh, 1230 counts it. So we, okay. we got a little bit more time. Even um, even La Chat. I mean, shit. If you listen to Chat on Gangsta Forever with Tommy Wright the Third, like, that flow is different from her flow on. Um, Baby Mama, which was different nerf flow on Chicken Heads. Like, the chat had different flow. The chat was like, I hate my baby mama, don't, can't stand my baby. You heard that song? It's my baby mama, you know. I know that. Oh, that's different. That's a different song. I hope I will never, if you ever listen to Gangster ever, I hope I will never be. That shit does not phase me to the L to A to the C to the H to the A motherfucking T. Like, the chat can fucking rap. Mm-hmm. Like, your sisters back then can rap. Mia X. Yeah. It's the Mama Mia. Mia X, Mia X was the best rapper outside of... You know what? I want to talk about Mystical, too. Uh, <gasps> not right now. Uh, we'll, we'll do that in a second. On another segment. But um, I definitely want to talk about Mystical. But outside of Mystical, to me, Mia X, even when you add Snoop Dogg back to the fold, when you add Magic back to the fold, Mia X was the one. So the same? Soldier Slim, mm, nah. On no limit. I think Soldier Slim. So so to me, and I, I have to say this to me, Soldier Slim, Lil L, Tupac, Biggie, they get elevated to such a high places because they died God, yeah. in the game so fast. Um, I don't know, cause Pac was really, Pac was that dude when he died. Biggie was that dude when he died, too. Pac and Biggie was that dude when they died, but they was only in the game for about two, three years each. No, Pac's the... Pac first album was 91, I believe. 91? Okay, so he was in the game for... Wiggum five years. He was, years, in, he was with Digital Underground. But he was in jail a lot. I remember he was a Digital yeah, Underground, Yeah, he toured too. with Digital Underground. Like, the first song you ever heard him on was a Digital yeah, Underground song, yeah. yeah. Um, so, he died. So, we'll, we'll say it like this. Pop been in the game a while. He was yeah. just young as fuck when he died. Yeah. Uh, they never had time to grow and become old in the game or whatever like that. Yeah. Now, the exact opposite for Jay-Z. Jay-Z was never the top rapper in the game. Um, but I say this for Jay-Z and I say this for Kobe. They were never the top at their game, in the game, but they go down as the greatest because they were somewhere around there during the whole time. Like Jay Z, for example, Jay Z was never the top selling rapper in the nineties. We listen to his fans in talk the two thousands, in the two thousand tens. 
You go year for year and put somebody above just, Jay-Z. Yeah, it's the way, the way his fans talk about him. Yeah. It's like you think he was like the top, the highest selling artist of all yeah, time. Yeah, but he wasn't. Kobe, same thing. The way you hear about Kobe's fans talking mm-hmm. about it, you think he was always he was better than Michael yeah. and LeBron. You're right. But because and <clears throat> because they've been around for so long and they was around the top for so long, they go down as the greatest. I'm not knocking that for neither one of those. Um Tupac, Biggie, Big L, uh, Soldier Slim, they got killed in the game so early before they can actually manifest and grow old with it and become the legend. So they was instantly integrated into the Rap Hall of Fames yeah. as the top rappers in whatever they had. So people, camouflage too, camouflage down in Savannah. That's a, I, think it's a, I think it's just a black thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the um, fine people. I mean, look at uh, Emotep back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I get what you're saying there. And I, I don't I don't knock people for that. And I actually think um, Tupac, I'm going to say something very controversial. Oh, boy. Tupac was my favorite rapper when he died. I cried when Tupac died. Okay. Um, I think Tupac probably had, like, two more albums in him. Clearly. Um, And then he would have been a bitter old rapper. As in... He wouldn't have had nothing else relevant to say to the game as far as rap goes because <sighs> rap started changing. You, I look at what, the way uh, Tupac to, wasn't going to carry rap. To me, I think rap started to change because him and Biggie died. I don't think so. One, okay, one, rap for a time. Rap became more commercial. It, it became less ferocious almost immediately. Uh, you know what? I also, I also am one of them people that think that the government has something to do with Tupac's death. Not Biggie life. though. Um Biggie's death I can't figure out. I like I can when the theory was that it was a retaliation for Tupac, yeah. that made sense when you realized that Tupac's death had nothing to do with Biggie. Mm-hmm. It made I mean it should begin to make less sense. Now it's kind of a case of like, well what the fuck did Biggie It's still be retaliation though, cause they was like, oh we we lost one of ours and you have the nerve to come in here while they had beef. So yeah, you can go too. It's yeah, but again, retaliation. Again but Pac died over some gang shit. He didn't have nothing to do with Biggie and put bad boy. Yeah, but you gotta understand the way California functions. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Man. <laughs> that that it it, it could be wrapped around in it. But um, I think they'll be yeah like cause even like the gangster rappers like not think, that shit in my head. Girls is players too. But think about it like what was the the big the next wave after Park and Big Die was actually Cash Money because I know I know Bad Cash Boy had money the year because Bad better yet the need right. <laughs> bad boy had the bad boy had the year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When, when you know when bad boy it wrapped in morning and puff that it don't get his just desserts because the we call it the cash money era, but the real person that started this whole bling bling thing was puff. I don't know. They had interviews with puff that like, why are you wearing diamonds? That's really a girl jewelry. He was like, do you see the way it shines? Like well, puff that was all about diamonds on his jewelry before anybody. No, because rappers had diamonds in their jewelry before that. Dog. You don't remember Tupac at the VMAs that one year? Dog. Puff Daddy, they had a whole, I think it was 20, I want to say 2020, but he was interviewed about the amount and the expensive diamonds but, that yeah, he But, yeah, I mean, uh, you can't say he took bling. Okay, maybe you could say that he introduced jewelry into the game. Like, diamond. I don't, diamond I don't jewelry. think that was the case. Diamond lead jewelry is what I'm going to say. I don't think that was the case. But bling bling as a movement, that was all cash money. That was, I mean, but 
Bling Bling gets a movement because the Bling Bling song came out. But <laughs> it was is, Cash Money, yes. But what I'm saying is, um, that's just my bamboo pouring into my bottle. That sounds like a pause for some reason, but okay. Um, oh, bamboo. <laughs> but um, like you had a Biggie. You had that one year when Bad Boy was just in mourning over Biggie. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, and then you had No Limit had their year. But it was like Cash Money came through and just like it was a whole thing at that point. Mm-hmm. When Cash Money came through. Like, but even but the point I'm making is like very few of their singles had any bite to it. Mm-hmm. Like you maybe Juvenile got off hot and follow me now, mm-hmm. but he didn't really blow until back that ass up came out. Mm-hmm. Same thing with BG. BG had Cash Money as an army. Cash but what blew up? Money. Bling bling. Bling bling. Like Lil Wayne's first album came out and it was straight gangster. Like block all this, yeah, his single was a gangster, but he was eat. I don't see you eating off it, but he was riding that wave mm-hmm. from the first. No, what came out first? I got that work or um or block is hot. I think it went um, four hundred degrees. No, no, no. It was block is hot was last because they were waiting to no. catch it hard. Before it was four hundred they... degrees. I didn't cut you off. It was four hundred degrees. Chopper City in the ghetto, then Guerrilla Warfare. And then I got the work came out. That's how I was. Because Lil Wayne didn't come up before. Um, You heard Lil Wayne first on 400 Degrees, but and you first heard him do his own songs mm-hmm. on Guerrilla Warfare. But Lil Wayne's album didn't come out until after um I got that work came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because it's called The Block Is Hot. So I was like, well, you forgot to mention The Block Is Hot. That's why yeah. I was over here with the face. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but think about it. Think about it. So... I used to think of Lil Wayne as a period. <laughs> I was delusional. But um, <laughs> but think about it, because even um after Chop after Gorilla No, Gorilla Warfare, you only had the one gangster song that was um uh uh We on Fire. But what was the song that blew up really blew up off of Gorilla Warfare? Ah, boy, the hot boy. We I need on a, fire. I need a hot girl. I need a hot girl. And what you need? And I, man, Turk shit a boy. And I, I, man, they, they I wish Turk wouldn't got in so much trouble, man. That that and, to me was the rapper. Right. Then you listen to like um I got that work. I got that I got that work wasn't really a gangster album. That was I more about stunting. Yeah, it was all about stunting. I mean it was a big time as yeah, but mm. um and then the block is hot came out. Ah, like bad, bro. But think about bad, it. His bad, his two singles off that song album on. was um The Block is Hot and uh, Respect Us. Mm-hmm. But nobody remembers that album like that. On the, remembers the block is that? No, I mean if you're a hardcore fan, yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, no one even knows about things about the song when you think about Lil Wayne. Yeah, At no, least, nobody uh, thinks about Lil Wayne until you get to the Carter. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's uh, my point I'm making with that is after Park and Biggie's death, rap became a lot more a lot less ferocious for a number of years. Because mm-hmm. even Fifty Fifty came out with uh, many men like that first wave. Yeah, it man. was similar to Cash Money. That first wave of hard ass songs get mm-hmm. noticed, and after that, every song started to become a little bit more pop. Right. And rap didn't really get ferocious again until I guess that drill shit came out. Mm, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's take a break, regroup, and come back. And let's talk about some more rap stuff. I want to bring Mystical into this because do you know what's been happening with Mystical since he got out of jail for the first again. rape thing? He went back to jail, didn't he? For rape. Yeah. And then he beat that, and then guess what happened? Another rape case. And then he beat that, and guess what happened? He in jail right now for another rape case. So we'll, we'll talk about that right. <laughs> on the next episode of The Price Is. No, 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 that's not it. Discussions, discussions. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>